to Question Tuesday. I'm the author of ETFs for the Long Run, Dividend Stocks for Dummies, and a contributor to Forbes.com and Barron's. Each week on Two Question Tuesday, we randomly pick and answer two questions from Focused Wealth Management. This week's questions will be answered by Phil D'Angelo, Managing Director of Focus Wealth, and Michael Passante, the firm's Director of Financial Planning. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Morning, Larry. Morning, Mike. Morning, guys. How's it going? Pretty good. I'm in sunny Florida today. And, I'm in uh, snowy New York. I'm also in Florida. <laughs> that's why you can't. You don't want to show people you'll be uh, too jealous if they see what's behind you? I like to be incognito. Okay. Okay, the U.S. hit its $31 trillion debt ceiling on Thursday, forcing the Treasury Department to begin taking what it calls extraordinary measures to continue paying the government's bills. The debt ceiling is the limit the government can borrow to pay its debts. Raising this limit would allow the government to borrow more to cover spending already approved by Congress. Failure to raise the ceiling would mean the government would eventually fail to pay back its debts, including interest payments on Treasury bonds that would technically put the U.S. government in default. So right now, the debt ceiling is in political limbo as House Republicans refuse to raise the limit unless the Biden administration agrees to cuts in spending. This political showdown could cause a lot of pain for households in the economy. So the first question is, what does this mean for my money Is the debt as the debt ceiling debate drags on and gets close to default? Will this send bond yields soaring? Well... We talked about this a little bit in our firm economic and market update for those of you who were there and or watched it, because one of the big aspects about the Republicans actually taking additional seats in the House and the Senate was uh, the ramifications of that was going to be more government fighting specifically about the debt ceiling and government spending. Now, this isn't something that we haven't seen before. There have been a number of fights and arguments about the debt ceiling on the government level over the course of the last 10 to 12 years. So. What usually happens as you get closer to the actual limitation and the debt ceiling debate drags on, this is not the first time that the government has gone through extraordinary measures to actually make sure that the government funded. Basically, what they do is they shift payments around and the structure of where a lot of the payments go so they can make sure that they are paying the interest that's on the debt. Now, the really big problem is, I mean, it it almost becomes a game of chicken between the Democrats and the Republicans. Ultimately, they will settle. There will probably be a little bit more volatility associated with the markets going up to that date. Most likely, um, it usually doesn't impact or affect interest rates because the government doesn't necessarily threaten the default on its own debt just to make sure that these funding ratios are done. So ultimately, they will come to an agreement, even if it is at the 11th hour. But the problem associated with all this, and this is kind of where we've held firm to for a number for a long period of time, is when you take into consideration our government structure and the government funding and where the government actually spends its money, the government has largely been financed over the last 10 to 15 years in a very low interest rate environment. And a number, a a pretty significant percentage of the government's debt that matures over the next few years is going to come due and they're going to have to roll because the government usually doesn't pay down its debt. The government rolls its debt and issues new debt. That debt is going to come with a higher interest rate. And as it comes with a higher interest rate, either the government's going to have to consistently and continuously raise the debt ceiling over and over again because interest to service our debt is about to double considering interest rates have risen so much. So this is going to become a more consistent problem 
unless interest rates go back down. And we keep saying that interest rates at these levels aren't necessarily sustainable. So that's one of the reasons why. It's because that portion of where the government spends its money has grown so much as this interest rate regime shifts. So it's definitely something to watch and be aware of. I don't think it's going to, it's going to come with more volatility, but it's probably going to be a lot of sound and fury signifying nothing. And, you know, ironically, the last time we went through this, uh, we were in a quantitative tightening period. Well, we were tightening rates, right? They were they were bringing debt back in, and actually, interest rates moved lower, uh, and and that's what we're seeing right now because of the demand for short term liquidity, right? So you need short term cash, and it kind of put pre- downward pressure on the front end of the curve, uh, and certainly the long end. So we'll see what happens this time. Yeah, and even when the government technically got downgraded from AAA to AA debt back in August of two thousand eleven. Interest rates went down, not up. Went down. And it looks like you're going to see the same thing. You are seeing the same thing thus far. Yep. So is there any way to um, look to play this in terms of the stock or bond market? Yeah. Instead of buying the short end of the curve, that looks so enticing to a lot of people. Uh, you should have laddered out and bought more of the long end when the 10-year treasury was at you know, 43 to 4.5% is now almost 100 basis points lower. And if you watch Two for Tuesday... You would have known that. You got it. Next question. Okay. Our second question is, um, U.S. existing home sales fell for the 11th consecutive month and plunged to a 12-year low in December. Housing resales, which make up most of the housing market, sank 34% year-over-year last month. The housing market saw mortgage rates jump 63% from January last year, and the U.S. home prices fell 2.5% 2.5% since June. So the second question is, is the housing market close to finding a floor or is this the beginning of a sharper correction? Look, um, you know, markets are about liquidity and, and price discovery. And as you pointed out, when you look at that number uh, uh, down 34%, that's a large number. And if you look at the inventory on the markets, uh, there is not a lot of inventory, especially in the Northeast and in California markets. Um, down south, there certainly is more inventory. So, you know, while housing is largely geographic, um, you know, rental costs have gone up substantially as inflation rates have risen. Uh, now that inflation is backing off, um, what does that mean in lieu of this? Uh, look, as mortgage rates stay up at these high levels, and I know historically it's not high, and it seems like markets can get used to higher rates of real nominal uh, interest. But I think for the housing market, the price discovery is not there yet because of the low inventory. So if you take away that 34% and you you look at the inventory on the markets, it's been existing for quite some time. Uh, You do have good movement, you know, in the mid-range, I guess. Uh, But again, there's there's no inventory. So I think prices have to go down. Uh, And again, housing is largely geographic. So you have to look at these different areas. But on the whole... Uh, I am in less inclined uh, to be bullish on real estate at these levels uh, just because you haven't had you know, the turnover and markets are all about price discovery and finding bottoms or tops and you're not there yet. So you need to have more traction. You need to have more price discovery. Uh, you'll have a down, uh, downwards draft, I definitely think. And don't forget, there's also seems to be a lag time historically uh, between equity corrections and housing corrections. So we had the equity you know, markets price in a recession, uh, you know, last year. Uh, and uh, I think this year um, we will not double dip. I think we're going to be okay. And so housing should lag that. Um, and if rates stay where they're at, housing's got to go lower. 
Okay, thanks guys, that was great. And if you'd like to submit a question, send it to our email address, which is question at twoquestiontuesday.com. And starting today, if you submit a question that will be used or that is used, you will win a Focused Wealth Management t-shirt. So thank you very much, and we'll be back next week. Great. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.